0: This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Myth. You've waited patiently all day. Oh, wait. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff the from high school. House call for Isom.
1: To college. Connor Stallions. Like, bro, get a life. To the pros. You're gonna have to pick the Chargers at home to cover plus three and a half. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted
0: territory. And now, here they are. It's, it's the, the payoff. Paul with a Said Michigan hadn't played anybody. Penn State would be their first major challenge. Not only would it be their first major challenge, but they went into this game without their head coach, who's at the hotel right now. Jim Harbaugh. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, to thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Love the study, man. This for you. For well, this university, the president, our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Love oh, you, man. Love you. Guys. Thank you, coach. That's a call. Drops pass, caught, caught. By Laporta for the first down. And Madison will try to take the Lions to 7-2. Derwin James is right in the middle. From 41 yards, the kick is good. And the Lions come to Los Angeles and pick up another big win. But man, it's a good win. we found a way. With our guy, I kind of
1: lean towards we're going until he tells us we're not. And, and that's not just in that situation. That's kind of in every fourth down that we, we get. I was excited. I even gave Campbell a high five coming off the side. I'm like,
0: I mean, I don't know how many coaches are going to go for that on that situation. So man, hats off to him.
1: That was fantastic. What an introduction, a victory Monday to say the least, the Michigan Wolverines get it done. The lions get it done and move on to seven and two for the first time since 1993. Let's start right there. Cause everyone can be unified on this one, John. No, no yelling. At least you and
2: I can. Yes.
1: Right. The, the Lions, they move on to 7-2 and two after a nail-biter of a game against the Chargers. One that had me on the edge of my seat, stressed out, excited. Pretty much every emotion in the book was felt throughout the course of this game. And for a while, it felt like it was going to be a SOL type of game. But it wasn't. Dan Campbell, man oh man. The balls that this guy has. Going for it on fourth down, continuing to be aggressive, not getting away from who he is, won the Lions that football game. Now, if the Chargers had the football to close the game, not sure we could say the same thing. Not sure the outcome would have been the same. But you know what? The Lions had the ball at the end of the game because Dan Campbell insisted that that was the way the game ended, insisted that the Lions had the ball to close the game. They lean on Sam Laporta. Jared Goff was fantastic once again, and all of a sudden the Lions are 7-2 in the driver's seat in the NFC North, potentially in the driver's seat down the road to get that one seat that we've been talking about, John.
2: I mean, how about the trust for Goff in just everybody, every target? You go to that fourth down play, I thought they were going to force feed St. Brown because that was what they did all day because it just kept redu- uh, resulting in success. St. Brown had a great game and Goff was just hitting him. I don't even know how many catches he had at the end of the day. It just kept uh, piling up but to throw it to LaPorta in that spot to go for it. No, really no hesitation. So the, the chargers uh, couldn't get their best look out there and the confidence to really on every fourth down, especially early that plays, that plays into the locker room that plays into, I, I mean, not, not that they care too much uh, about the fan base and road games, but the lions fans did travel well in, in uh, to LA. So it, it, it just invigorates you as a fan, as a as a team. The fact that, and you heard it in our intro, Goff is under the assumption they're going for it on fourth. John, it's and, an and identity. That, like, it's it an is. identity at it this is. point. And, and, it, and it's just, it's so refreshing. It's worked. And you can call it gutsy at times. And it's, yeah, backfired in, in, in previous games and even once or twice during that Chargers game. But it really didn't when you come out on top. Uh, kudos to Patterson. Kudos to Laporta, by the way. I think this has been something under talked about. Goff's probably worst spiral of the day to that throw to Laporta. That was an absolute duck of a throw. And Laporta, well, shut who, up, John. It was though. And Laporta, who wasn't as frequented as he usually is in those spots or or, or in, in games. I I think he had one of his worst games in terms of statistically. He's still clutch and still the most important grab of any lion uh, in yesterday's game. But he hauled that in. Got you know took the hit as well. And then how about your boy? Riley Patterson coming up clutch. Knocked it through, no doubt. And it's got to feel good if you're the Lions. In a game where, yeah, it had a schoolyard feel. It had a last team to touch it is going to win. 100%. And Herbert, Keenan Allen, e- Eckler, you saw the sideline shots. They were just watching the game pretty much slip through their fingers because they knew we're not touching this ball again. And it's over. And Detroit... A great road win that should I think restore some faith in this team as well we obviously I think are putting the Vikings on a on a different tier than we did weeks ago so well that's because the Nor- they have
1: what 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 are they're nicknaming him
2: the I don't know the rocket scientist yeah yeah that.
1: The, the rocket man
2: the rocket man I like that for uh Joshua Dobbs mm-hmm. but you know but I, I I think the confidence in this team should. Again, be restored, I, I think would be... And and you don't want to get caught up in two, one win. And I understand your uh, trouble and you're going to get into it with Glenn and defensive play calling at times. And the lack of defensive execution, quite frankly. But it was a really good jar- Chargers team, arguably, besides maybe Baltimore, the best offense you're going to play this season. And to come out on top, on the road, it's
1: huge. John, that was the best coaching performance from Dan Campbell I think he's had. Since he's been in Detroit Lion, okay, that was the best coaching performance since Ben Johnson has become head coach of the Detroit Lions. Or they o- had a OC, com- yeah, uh, yes, uh, offensive coordinator, five hundred and thirty-three yards, Samos under him. Uh, it, since he's taken over as the OC two years ago, halfway through the season, when Anthony Lynn was the offensive coordinator, I think a lot of people forget about that. Ben Johnson only became offensive coordinator because Anthony Anthony Lynn was horrible at his job, and we were all excited for that guy. But those two were fantastic, damn near perfect, the entire course of the game. Aaron Glenn, however, <laughs> he's going to lose the Lions a game, man. He's going to be the Almost reason they lose yesterday. a playoff game. Do you, does anyone remember when they were 1-6 last year and we all wanted this guy to be fired? And then they decided, decided to fire Aubrey Pleasant, the DB's coach, and everything got better real fast. And we thought, oh, well, they took care of the problem. No. They didn't. It's becoming apparent every single week. Every time the Lions play a good offense with an elite, a good-to-elite quarterback, someone better than Jared Goff, let's put it that way. They can't apply pressure. They can't get stops. And the play calling, it's getting whack. Like, not only are you not getting stops, unable to come up clutch like the offense has time over and time again, but you're trying new wrinkles that just aren't working. It feels like every week we hear, well, we gotta just get back to the drawing board. Every week it's, it's something new. And this week they decided to keep dropping Hutchinson back into pressure, or back into coverage. Four times they did it. That's four times more than he ever should drop back into coverage. You're not tricking Justin
2: Herbert. I couldn't dig. DBs didn't do a good job in coverage. Need some support. Well, They're
1: not going to be able to do a good job in coverage. John, when Justin Herbert has nine seconds to throw the ball That's, without anyone's
2: getting to him. I, I asked you this, I, I believe after the Baltimore loss, but maybe it was uh, after a different game. But what do you want from Glenn Moore? You want more blitz packages? I, I want more I,
1: blitz I, packages. I want some more, some better creative way of applying pressure because the way they're doing it right now is not working. Their approach of keeping the quarterback in the pocket and focusing on containing rather than sending an extra guy and trying to get a sack, it's just not working. Against Baltimore, Seattle, the Chargers, the uh, not the Cowboys, Seattle, Baltimore, Chargers, and Chiefs, they have one total sack. And that was Geno Smith taking a sack on purpose to close the half. They don't actually (laughs) have a sack against the four mobile quarterbacks they've played. And don't tell me Lamar Jackson's the only mobile threat because all those guys are very capable of extending the play, moving around, escaping. That's what the Lions run into trouble with. And Aiden Hutchinson is just... It's easy to write him out of a game because he's the only threat they have. He's got 52 pressures. The next highest on the team is John Kaminsky, who doesn't even start with 23. He hasn't had a sack in over a month, and Chase Young already has more than him as a 49er. It's starting to look like they really should have and could have used him. It's going to come back to bite them. It is. And I don't want to take away from from the win. Like, we should feel good about this. This offense can put up points against anybody in the league. But, what, 38 to the Ravens, 37 to the, to the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and then again yesterday, 38 to the Chargers. That's not sustainable long term. It's not. It was sustainable yesterday, though. <laughs> it, was, it certainly was sustainable yesterday. And I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. The Lions have the best running back duo in the NFL. They have two legitimate number one running backs in David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. So everyone that was freaking out about Jameer Gibbs not playing well at the beginning of the year, are we good? Feel, are, are we ready to chill <laughs> out on that?
2: Feel, feel good note, because this is what I was thinking when Montgomery broke off that great run. Best run you've ever seen in your life? from a Lions running back. back? I <laughs> I, I, back. I don't
1: know. I've seen f- the Jameer Gibbs one where he didn't end up getting the touchdown, mm-hmm. but it was on the right hash. It was a pitch to the right, and he somehow ended up what we thought was scoring at the left pylon. That dude's speed and ability to just get away from everyone like that is something I've never seen in a Lions uniform. And then Montgomery's the complete opposite. He's known as the power back between the tackles, but he's perfectly capable of ripping one off too, like you just said. And you see who was following him the whole time. Uh, you know what? I th- <laughs> I think you tweeted it, but that was a good block from J-Mo. J-Mo. He just uh, appeared, hey. appeared out of nowhere. Like, you know the videos of Tyree Hill where
2: he's like 10 yards behind
1: someone and he just boop. That was that was Jamison Williams.
2: Hey, if he's if his hands aren't used for, you know, making receptions, have him out there blocking, you know? His,
1: his uh... Catch to drop ratio is now I know, he's better <laughs> than one to one. We're in, hey, hashtag improving, right? Hashtag improvement. <laughs> Same thing be said for this show. Hashtag improvement. <laughs> Let's keep the Lions conversation rolling. We gotta work in America's team. Not the Detroit Lions, the Michigan Wolverines, says Jim Harbaugh. You're listening to the payoff fueled by Forward Energy. <laughs>
0: Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay Region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt.
1: Uh, these poppers have been sitting on the, the desk for a while here. I don't know if they expire or anything. Let's find out. Here we go. Oh, it sounded just like you did on October 2nd. It smells like gunpowder, but we're celebrating because Detroit Lions get it done. The Michigan Wolverines get it done. Yeah, you could celebrate that one. What do you mean? That seems like a you're trying to knock me or something.
2: You can. I, I won't. I'm talking for myself. You here.
1: have something to say about the Wolverines. Go ahead and say it.
2: Uh, do I? I Go listen, ahead and say it, John. We, we we talked about it in the intro, and if you heard the intro, right, because we're not going to replay Coach Moore's comments after the game. John finally cares about the Michigan schedule. I do. I was – no, I, I first, off, <laughs> first off, I've been in terms of the competitive balance because this is – a story with so many different layers. You can't, I, I don't want to encapsulate myself in agreeing or disagreeing with hundred percent, the full scope, because there's just been so much to it, but I wish you would have been here last Friday. Cause like, yeah, well, he got, he
1: got suspended like an hour before we went live. Yeah. Oh, I wish you would have been here.
2: I was in Reed city. I was listening. I was, I was listening, but this, this narrative that's not being portrayed by anyone besides Jim Harbaugh, and I guess some media stooges who are in agreement with this, which is ridiculous. No one, and they don't have the right to do this, no one should perceive Michigan as a victim. That narrative, I- I'm okay They're with... They're a
1: victim to Tony Petiti. I-
2: I'm okay with, yeah, okay, the fairness we could talk about. It's still an investigation into Cheating. Yeah, you're going to be America's team. People are going to sympathize with you for cheating. Americans cheat. Like if you uh, ever that's, seen Wolf of Wall Street. Well, well, that's, that's, that's the viewpoint you got to take. In my opinion, you're like this. You're like, you know what? What makes America a great country is the fact that you, we are on top because we get there by any means possible. That's the narrative that I think you have to be in line with. If you view Michigan as or if you sympathize with Michigan at at all. It it goes back to the Patriots and the Flategate stuff where it became a war versus versus the NFL and people felt that, you know, yeah, Tom Brady was every American. He's being wronged by his system, but he just keeps on keeping on and is able to defeat it. And that's how people in the Massachusetts market thought. That's how people in Boston thought, that it was us against them and that it was an unfair targeting and you got to take down the dictator, quote-unquote, commissioner, quote-unquote, whatever, and that's how Harbaugh feels with Petiti. I can't buy into that. And calling them America's team, even if it was said in jest, and I hope it was said in jest by Jim Harbaugh, because I don't know how anyone outside of Michigan, I understand around here, I don't know how anyone outside of Michigan sympathizes with this at all. I'm fine with Coach Moore being emotion emotional after the game, I get that passion goes into college football and passion goes into a preparation week and losing your head coach and that was an obstacle thrown in your way. No one's dismissing that. But I'm not going to sit here and view Michigan as a victim. That's you know? how they feel. It's, it's, it, doesn't it's, ma- it doesn't matter how you feel though. It's, like, it's, they it, don't that's, care. That's fine. I just don't know how th- that's the perception. And there's people in media agreeing with it. Colin Coward, after they played the hardball clip and we could play it as well, we have it queued up, but... He was like, yeah, that, that's how I felt watching. Like, he's falling in love with this Michigan team. I didn't know Cowherd was aligned with how, the Maize and Blue. I,
1: play, I didn't know either. Clip,
2: play the clip. This is horrible.
1: The perseverance, you know, and then the
0: just the stalwartness of these guys. I mean— Big word there. Yeah, Watson, I would have to say. I mean, everybody. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's <laughs> team. America America loves a team that—, that uh, Beats the odds, beats the adversity, overcomes what the naysayers and
1: critics, so-called experts, think. um, That's my favorite kind of team. Hey, that's my favorite kind of team, too. You got to
2: overcome. Nothing comes easy, John. There is an America. I'm willing to put
1: an America's America's team in Michigan. Who is it? I'm
2: willing to call the Detroit Lions America's team. College football. Who's America's
1: team? Not Michigan. Why? You you just heard the exact, does that not dis- describe an American team that everyone's rooting for? I said there should be Darth Vader music playing behind Jim Harbaugh yeah. whenever he walks in a room. I was wrong. Maybe it should just be Hulk Hogan. I'm a real American. Yeah. Every time he walks in a room, it's
2: just, I, I don't get it. And, 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 and the Fox broadcast too, by the way. Gus Johnson made a point of talking well, about the fact that, oh yeah, Harbaugh's cooped up in his hotel room. Gus Johnson's and, oh, well,
1: has other problems.
2: Like what? I mean, he
1: loves Big Ten football.
2: But obviously not. He's he's going, he's he was advocating for Michigan. They're being investigated by the conference and and Tony Bettiti, who's the commissioner of the that Big conference. Ten.
1: He likes the product of Michigan and Ohio State. He'll always side with those schools. It's
2: every time. And, and and again, f- fine to do it, but he betrayed them after the Blake Quorum touchdown, and we and we played it in the intro. He, to convey this, oh, they did it, and their head coach is in a hotel room somewhere. Like, first off, give me a break. It's Penn State. Okay? I, I get ten, what top does 10 matchup. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I'm going to gonna, die on that no, hill too.
1: I'm not going to let you do this because do it, so many people it. have done this. So many people have sat here and said, "Well, it turns out Michigan Michigan still hasn't played anyone. Maybe Michigan just makes everyone else look bad. Don't sit here and tell me Penn State is a bad football team. They're probably going to finish 10 and 2.
2: I'm I'm not going to tell you they're a bad team. It's Michigan's best win. It's still weaker than the top 5 away from Michigan and the other top 6 schools. It's still the weakest win out of everyone else. But Sure, but don't th- that's, that's, that's fine. I'm not going really to call the them a, a bad team. Penn
1: State isn't a good team and it wasn't a good win. It's you, a good you, win. You can't keep doing this it's over a good, and over it's, and it's over again. It's a good win, again.
2: but and honestly too, and I think you're this is gonna rile you up a bit. Based on Coach Moore's postgame thoughts, you would have thought they beat Ohio State. That's how that that's how that felt. Oh, they got the big one. They just, they that, just that's oh. how that that's how that felt to me. I, I don't know, and maybe you're in different circles where people are sympathizing outside of Michigan and you know people who are, and Coward's really the only anecdotal person I could point out right now that I've seen in the national media actually like sympathize with them. Everyone the else America's is out to get team, them. Again, the, the America's team narrative, I just, I'm okay with the American narrative being, yeah, America loves someone who's been told by everyone that they couldn't do it, right? That's how all the players feel. That's not this. That's how the players feel. That's not this. This is you cheated because you couldn't do it based on everyone saying you couldn't and you didn't play by the rules. You're trying to break the rules as much as you can and you got caught doing it. And now because the NCAA is not the most upstanding uh, organization you feel you could play the victim card and ooh woes me if people if you think Michigan is holier than thou you have a problem in my opinion here's the thing John here's what you don't realize yes
1: are they being accused of uh, cheating sure yes but you know the narrative is they knew the other team's plays correct so what they did in return against the 10th best team in the country is tell them to their face we're going to run the ball every single play. Here's what we're going to do. It was great. We're not going to pass win. the ball. We're going to show you exactly what we're going to do. And guess what? Against one of the best defenses in the entire damn country, they couldn't do anything about it. We're going to run the ball right down your throat. Penn state. There's no question about it. There's no play action. There's no draws. There's no trickery. <laughs> there's no nothing. Here's exactly what we're going to do. Everyone thinks we have the advantage because we know what play you're going to run. Nope. We're going to flip the script. We're going to tell you exactly what we're going to do. They didn't pass the ball once in the second half, and Penn State still couldn't do jack to stop them. So to sit here and tell me that they're not one of the four best teams in the country, you would be lying to yourself. I agree. (laughs) Stephen A. I agree. This team deserves to be in the college football playoffs because they literally— Told Penn State, one of the best defenses in the entire country, what they were going to do, and they still couldn't stop Michigan. This team wins up front. They win everywhere. So to say that they're only winning because they're cheating,
2: throw that narrative out the window. That's fine. It's done. That's fine. But, and the X's and O's you can respect. I get that. We saw... I wouldn't say in a very entertaining game, but it was it was a highly it was a hard fought game, and Michigan did enough to win and did it convincingly on the road. I'm all for that, but you're not gonna sell me that they're the upstart, plucky little underdog, and that I should sympathize with that by any means when you're under investigation for sign for sign stealing. You have, you're not you under. You're not, it's not the burger thing. I got that. I got the free Harbaugh shirts with that. I got that. And yes, portions of the sign-stealing uh, investigation and whatever, some of it's been played out to the extreme, which you expect the whole, you know, ball boys on the field giving signs and the CMU thing. There's there's different wrinkles to this. But at its base, at its core, it's you went one step too far, got caught doing it, and now the conference wants to respond and because, oh, your head coach, and listen, I didn't agree with the move. I wasn't on Air Friday to agree with this, and, and, and you laid it out great. But, yeah, bad optics from the Big Ten, and I didn't like suspending Harbaugh that close to kickoff. I think he could have done it Monday. I think he could have done it Tuesday, and it would have been fine. They did that with, yes, a vendetta against them. But it's not a vendetta contrived by the Big Ten. It comes from somewhere. It stems from somewhere. It's not we don't like Garbaugh's face because he's ugly or whatever, and we're we're just we're, we want Ohio State to win because it's better for conference. This comes from somewhere. It stems from the fact that the integrity of the game was on the line. You were sending oh my god someone we know to well. I'm just saying like because people don't obviously. No, we do. Obviously, they don't. Coach like, Moore doesn't know. No, because he, people... he's, cry, he's crying. He's uh, crying woes me the whole time. No, and, and he's throwing four expletives out on air because oh yeah, that that's the hip cool thing to do. And I just can't control my language. Yeah, good, good, good luck in the head coaching job. You drop four curses in the span of thirty-five yeah, seconds. that's why he's not going to get a head well, coaching I, it's, job. It's John. absolutely ridiculous. And I'm fine with LeBron showing. LeBron did that. Did it matter? I'm, I'm fine showing emotion in a big moment like that. But you can't expect to sympathize with the scenario that they have. If it was, yeah, we injured, uh, the best player in the game got injured and, and you fought through that. Oh, my head coach was locked in his hotel room in the embassy suites in in State College, 10 minutes away from the game. He's so, so I'm gonna get emotional about that. I'm gonna thank the Lord. And then I'm gonna thank Jim Harbaugh two seconds after. <laughs> I told you that, give me a break. Break. I told you! Oh my gosh. It, 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 and, and listen, I, I come in with no rooting interest. I'm not, Ohio State fan. I'm not, you know, even though I, I claim them as my team. If Rutgers what? wins or loses, oh. I, I I don't care, right? But that like b- boiled my blood. Hey, it boiled my blood, I, and it was an entertaining game. And I think I would have been okay with it, except for the Harbaugh comments in the press conference hey, and more right hey, after the game.
1: I told you they treat Jim Harbaugh like he's Jesus in Ann Arbor. It's, it's he. They cried crazy. for him, and then he, and then he goes onto the podium today and says he was five inches away from his TV screen while Sharon Moore was <laughs> was crying. Great. So to sum up so to sum up what you're saying about Sharon Moore, because he swore he's not going to get a head coaching job. It's just nice, job gr- it's
2: just not a great look. It's who it's, cares. I care. You know what is a great look? I care. Winning. You, you, Winning. Like- You know what it is? It's it's the identity of being America's team, in my opinion. Because when people mention the Cowboys as America's team, I I think that's sort of done. No one likes the Cowboys. Well, their claim it was America's team, right, in their heyday when everyone did like them. And now there's, you know, hatred because they were so good for so, so long and their fan base is annoying and everything like that. But I think people are misconstruing what the American identity is. And if you think the American identity is to cheat by and win by any means necessary, then that's fine. And that's what Michigan fits in my opinion. And, and that's you fine. Know,
1: if they win a big 10 championship and everyone tries to throw an asterisk on it, you know, I don't care. You know, I really don't. And that's what people are calling you out on in the text line. They should. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Nine, eight, nine, eight, three, seven, six, one, two, five. People are not happy with John. Let's get to the text <laughs> line after this. You're listening to the payoff fueled by forward energy.
0: More of the Great Lakes Bay region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff.
1: Michigan, 10-0. and 0. Lions, 7-2. You, you guys have been great on the Frick Sports Bar text line. Join the conversation, 989-837-6125. I'm convinced we have the best audience in the world, especially because they're unifying with me right now and going against John. I told John, don't look at the text line. I'll read them to you live on the air because they're hilarious right Do now. It. It's a collection of of things against you right now. Great. Let's just dedicate this whole segment to text text against John. nine, eight, nine, eight, three, 1st text. Your boy is a hater for saying it's only Penn <laughs> State. He sounds like Asterix Tarico. <laughs> Tarico. Yeah, cuz he said the Lions have an asterisk on this win cuz they didn't have Kelsey and uh, and Chris
2: Jones. That, that's actually a good one. Okay. I'm fine to give you a Penn. I'm fine. Penn state being a quality win. It's your number one win for more to react. Like it was Ohio state after the fact, it was how much they dominated
1: them. And and that was from Jalen who also reiterated the fact that Michigan ran the ball 32 straight times, basically told Penn state what they're going to do and run the ball down your throat against the nation's
2: best rush defense. And what are you going to do about it? It was, it was impressive. Nothing. It was impressive. Just America's teams a little much. Your boy is crying and cursing four times in a span of 36 seconds. Didn't move. Oh, we've, I think we got a text about that too. At some
1: point, let's get to it uh, in a second. Dwayne from Bay city also says your boy is not giving Michigan enough credit by saying it's only Penn state. Your comments were trash. (laughs) (laughs) I like him too. I like Dwayne. Dwayne, uh, He also says on the lions, Glenn needs to make better adjustments or he will hold us back. I also 100% agree agree on that. Mm -hmm. At least we can align ourselves in something, John. Um, this is from an un- unnamed texture. Leave you guys' names and numbers or else uh, John names will and names actually, and towns. oh yeah. Names and towns or yep. else John's going to f- freak out. Uh, <laughs> I just want to know not getting a head coaching job because more swore can't be, <laughs> can't be America's team just because they cheated. John is such a lose. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
2: Bring it on unnamed person.
1: <laughs> no, this person wants to go unnamed. They're, <laughs> They're yeah, coming. Call me
2: a loser. That's fine. That's fine. I, I I don't think it's a great look for your head coach, and and maybe that maybe I'm what's wrong with this country. Maybe that person's oh, right. Come maybe, maybe more head coaches need 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 to curse and and cry. And I'm all for showing passion. I'm all for showing emotion. It's just when this suspension uh, investigation is looming over your head, it just doesn't come off as something to sympathize for. There are athletes who are moved in interviews and may let an expletive slip or two that I'm genuinely sympathizing for and moved by. Hey, that, that wasn't it.
1: You know where uh Sharon Moore was before he was at Michigan?
2: Uh educate me. Take a guess. Is it a college? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Rucker? No. Uh Michigan State? Nope. Mm-hmm. Closer. Uh, oh. CMU? Yep. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: These connections, man. These connections. Um, another text from an un Oh, Eric from Auburn. Big 10 is soft for Harbaugh suspension timing. Michigan should leave for the SEC if Petiti isn't canned. I think one of those two things is happening. I guess we haven't touched on that. That was kind of the whole premise of the show Friday or Thursday, whether or not Michigan should leave the Big 10 or coexist <laughs> with Tony Petiti. Do you agree to the fact that those two cannot coexist? Hugh has been all over that the last few days.
2: I'm all for, I mean, we talked about the the pageantry of college football and Michigan playing Ohio State. Michigan has the ability, if they want, to go where they feel they're wanted. If they want to go to the SEC, yeah, there's going to be tough competition in the SEC. There's tough competition in the Big Ten. I don't know how this investigation doesn't result in... Someone looking really bad, and either Michigan wanting to leave because they felt they were wronged, and they get something stripped away from them, or, or, or you know, I don't even know what the big big uh, hammer could be—either Harbaugh losing his job, or you know, freezing of the program, a bowl suspension. I don't know, but it's Harbaugh's either, not losing his job. It's either going to leave. No, I'm no, I'm serious. It's, the
1: way that everyone in that university has stepped up it's to amazing. defend him, it's I, I almost it's, can 100 percent guarantee he's going to be back.
2: Yeah, and, and again. I'm okay. Like if if you're in this camp where yeah, I feel the Big Ten is going too much. Like I understand some of the sign stealing, but everyone does it. I think they're just overextending their hand because of hate of Michigan. Then go to the SEC. Uh, someone fine? else,
1: Jason texts in and says, "Show me the evidence, John." <laughs> He's a bitter little man. <laughs> also, now that I'm thinking about it, I I, I lost the text. Uh, someone one of the people that texted in, I'm pretty sure that was Brad. Probably. I'm pretty sure that was um. Is Brad's number a five eight? Six. We'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it. Which one Um, starts with five, eight, six. I'm pretty sure that's Brad. I could be wrong. Though. Probably Uh, one more text. James, the Penn state game.
2: Yeah, he, it is Brad. Of course it is.
1: <laughs> the Penn state game. Couldn't Leave his name on it. Though. Wasn't. Yeah. He wants to be anonymous, but we found him. That's what's important. The Penn state game. Wasn't as close as the, as the score showed Michigan led 24 to nine with three minutes left in the game and then Michigan gave them another touchdown. Desmond said it best. Our O-line has won the Joe Moore award for two straight years. You can't cheat having the best O-line. And here's where we get to the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. John is a hater period. (laughs) I like John, but he sounds like a Ryan day disciple.
2: Oh, that's me. John under the camp of Ryan day. Oh, oh, it's
1: not done. (laughs) Who is John? this? uh, This is James. Okay. John, you should make a bet with me and all my Michigan fans. When Michigan destroys the Buckeyes, you have to wear a Jim Harbaugh number 4 jersey for a whole week.
2: Done. With Kathy, Done. With khakis. Done. I'll do it. And I will be I roo- will <laughs> be rooting for Michigan too. I'll do it. That that November <laughs> what is it? November 29th <laughs> to, to the uh I have the khakis, you know. Uh I would hope you have a pair of khakis well, laying Well, I had a, you know, I they want me looking professional around here. Uh the 20 what is that? The 27th to the 1st of December, I'll wear I will dress up like Jim Harbaugh.
1: I that's fine. We'll post that on the Facebook. That's How about not, I,
2: that's, that? do you, th- you think that hurt? Okay, great. Y-
1: y- everyone is feeding into John right now. He is, <laughs> he he is blowing. I think it's building his anger and hatred for Michigan right now.
2: And I don't. I, I mean, if you've listened to the show the last couple of weeks, I've tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. That's, I'm just drawing have, the have. line. I, I think you'd agree. I'm just drawing the line at, oh, this is America's team and a feel-good story. Well, I, I came I, in not That's where I draw the line. That, that's where – are you kidding me? I came in today and
1: was like, hey, today's going to be a Lions-heavy show. And John stepped in and was like, no, I finally have something to say about Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> well, this is ridiculous. It, it, it,
2: for, first off, too, why, it, why it's so just like, you can call it triggering to me, whatever. The Lions are such an actual feel-good story. No one's saying they're not. The Lions are actually someone that you can get behind that people in other states and maybe teams that like aren't good, like, you know I'm from New York. I grew up a Giants fan. I'm sorry. You, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. There's going to be people in New York that, eh, yeah, all right, we'll root for the Lions. Mainly, yes, to beat the Eagles, but they're going to get behind the Lions' train. They're going to get on the bandwagon because it's a team that's been for a long time a loser, and they're finally good, and they're finally winning games. And that's a feel-good story, done the right way, done with, you know, with playing in, playing within, but within the rules, grit. at least, you know, I, I, I can't speak for everyone in that locker room being an upstanding individual or whatever the heck, but what I see out on the field is, oh, Dan Campbell coaches them. They all play hard and there's no, you know, there's uh there's not a guy at the, uh, at the Falcons game with binoculars and si- sign stealing and breaking NFL rule. Right. Well,
1: I didn't know biting kneecaps was in the rule book. <laughs> well, yeah, well. We got,
2: some kneecaps.
1: we got one more thing coming in on the Frick Sports Bar text line, 989-837-6125. You guys have been fantastic the first month that we've been on air here at 100.9 in the mid. Keep the text rolling in. Keep the community uh, at a high. This has been fun. Uh, you guys have made this so fun. We've got one more text rolling in. I still got love for you, John, but saying Coach Moore crying was a bad look takes a real man to show that He's kind right. of emotion. A true Wolverine. Get it together, John. We still cool.
2: <laughs> I I'm okay with him showing emotion, but just know where that's coming from. That's that. He was so moved because a coach that's under NCAA investigation was barred from the premises and had a watch in a hotel. That's what moved him. He didn't mention, and he did towards the tail end and I'll give him credit, giving mention to Blake Corum who who was beside him and the players, right? He did mention that. So I'm not going to fault him for not mentioning that. But that was after Jim Harbaugh came right after the Lord and the <laughs> AD and the alums and the, this and the, that bet that's the play, if, if, if it was a player's focused speech, it's great. Hey, bet. that that's, that's what should that's have been. It was a Harbaugh focused speech.
1: You should, instead of wearing, nah, I like the Harbaugh Jersey more. I was going to say, you got to order one of those bet shirts. You know what I'm talking about with those? How much is Harbaugh jersey gonna run us? I I don't know. This guy probably has one. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> just clearly yeah. It to the station. yeah, yeah. Just just mail it in. You, you can go ahead and do it now. We'll uh, we'll just we'll just keep it for the time being. Keep it safe. Maybe frame it. You don't have a Harbaugh jersey? No. Okay. I only have a Michigan basketball jersey. I don't have a football one. I just have one that says actually, I don't I don't want to show my cards. Oh, you yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm a neutral fan actually. Sure. Okay. Uh, 989-837-6125. Keep the text rolling in. Let's take one more break and wrap up with some more lions conversation. Cause I've, I've still got some things on my mind about the game. You're listening to the payoff fueled by forward energy.
0: The payoff continues more from the great lakes. Bay regions home for sports sports radio.
1: 100.9. The Met. John, I'm curious as to where you align yourself on this one because I've been going back and forth all season long as to who the best player on this Detroit Lions team is because week in and week out, Amon Ross St. Brown shows up and when the lights get brighter, he gets better. Four straight games with 100 plus receiving yards. He has been an absolute monster and if he keeps this pace up, has a chance to be on an all-pro team, which as a wide receiver is one of the most impressive things you can do in the NFL with how deep that position goes or is it Panay Sewell his, who has been literally the best right tackle in the NFL through the season. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack were irrelevant mm-hmm. in that game yesterday. Two of the best edge rushers of the past five years in the NFL and Panay Sewell just took them out of the game. He's allowed five pressures all season long,
2: zero sacks. Who's the best player on this team? That's, that's a good, a good question. I, I mean, most underrated maybe in the NFL, St. Brown, because I still think people don't put him in the upper tier of receiver, and yeah, because you when you actually go through the list, it's it, it, it's, it's tough. It's, but there's each, each so many good week ones. He just keeps advocating that yeah, maybe he should be in that top five conversation, top ten conversation. Uh, you could throw Sewell in there. I, I I'm okay with that. I did not, or I don't want to say I didn't expect it, but I was very impressed with how the lions handled the pass rush from LA. I'll tell you it's, what it, it was one of the better. And I think one of our texters even said like one of the better pass rushes uh, in, in the NFL, we talked it up big time. You talked it up when making your picks and the fact that, yeah, it's, it's an elite pass rush. Like maybe San Fran just has the edge now because of the addition to chase young and you saw what they did against Jacksonville, but the chargers are somewhere in that top five. They've made their impact in games and the Lions did a great job containing that, controlling that, gave, gave Goff plenty of time and a lot of scenarios, and the Lions' offense to score 41 points. It's been, it's been so fun this season. I think that's just the best way to
1: describe it right yeah. now. As, as a fan who's Feel experiencing good. Yeah, this, Some would say America's fun. team, you know. Are you ever going to quit that? What do you mean quit? It's, it's been 15 I know, minutes. I know, it's been, it's been 15 <laughs> minutes. I've been
2: railing on this for weeks. It's you've, it was, kept, you've kept
1: it calm. You've kept
2: it It was cool. brought out of me based on, on what I've seen. And then people on our station, we love Colin Coward, the herd, 12-3, to 3, on Sports Radio 100.9, the mitt, sympathized with them? Yes. Was watching and was like, yeah, I'm sympathizing to that.
1: What? People are out to get this. And that's Regardless of how, this isn't a personal shot at you, but regardless of how anyone thinks about this Michigan Wolverines team right now, they feel as if they are being counted out. They feel as if they are being told they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. That right there, that internal motivation, is bigger than any prize that they can win. And J.J.'s been very clear about this. He doesn't care about that Heisman Award. They want to win a national championship together for Jim Harbaugh. They're playing for something, John. They are. Speaking of John, St. John's going they against are. Michigan Dude, Wolverines big tonight. game
2: tonight. Big game. This is just going to further... Uh... You know, cement me as a Michigan hater to our audience. Oh, but uh St. John's minus three, probably the play.
1: I thought Michigan was favored. No. You told me before the show, Michigan. Would, you are I such said St. A John should have been
2: favored by more.
1: So St. John's is minus two. This is in Madison Square Garden.
2: My, it was minus three when it, oh, the game started
1: at 6:30. Oh. Well,
2: everyone And Michigan's up 2220.
1: Come on. <sighs> All right, everyone, we'll have more Lions. We'll have more Michigan stuff to get into tomorrow. We'll dive deeper into the numbers behind everything and continue this conversation. You guys have been great. Continue to text in 989-837-6125. That was the payoff, and I hope it was worth it.